Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank goodness. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh, baby. You know what time it is, Ed? What time is it, Daryl? You probably feel like this often in your life. Did you ever feel like you had to... Grin and share it. (laughs) I feel that way right now, as a matter of fact. Today's show is called Grin and Share It with Sue Hodgson. Joy is the only sane response to any situation. A smile is much more than a polite gesture. Sharing a grin is an easy way to cheer others on. It conveys inclusivity, confidence, approval, health, encouragement, acceptance, love, support, unity, and is a prayer that blesses others And uplifts the world. And during the second segment, Smiling Sue Hodgson will join Daryl and Ed to read and discuss the daily word, pray for others. Ah. Oh my gosh, we have had such a good time getting ready for the show, and we're so happy to be here. Oh, thank God. I got to say, right before I came over here, I got an email from work. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Work's not supposed to be a four-letter word, but it does, and it ends in K. It it ripples through my my neurons sometimes (laughs) and creates some fearful response at any rate. Thankfully, rather than respond, I called Daryl, and he, he like basically had to rip the phone out of my hands and tie me up and say, do not call anyone until at least you're on fire after the show. Yeah, you got to understand, these unexpected calls, I'm sure some of you listening could relate. Sometimes getting a very, like any other time, innocuous call. Yeah. But at certain times, if it's from work or from a bill or from the cable company. Right. Or any place that has the, or, you know, your the car dealership. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like you're a relaxing cat on a chair who just got sprayed with the water bottle. Yes. And like, Wah! Right. And the reason why this is I'm bringing this up is because we were talking about the show and and I was saying one half of this show, which is uh, grin and share it as opposed to grin and bearing it. As our friend Terry McBride said, 
What did he say about conditions? He said, these principles that we learn in unity or these spiritual new thought principles in general, wherever you've learned them, Emmett Fox, Ernest Holmes, it doesn't matter. These tools are not here for us to use to endure things. These yes. tools are here for us to utilize to transform our reality, not endure it. Right. So when we're if we grin and bear it, we're really reinforcing the reality of the negative situation. Like, and it never feels good. I got a smile on my face, even though all this bad stuff is happening. When we practice this stuff, the smile actually comes from a real place inside. I know a fellow who's always smiling, and you could tell he's doing what Daryl describes as hacking the musket, which is, <laughs> yeah. that's grin and bearing it, because inside his gut, he still believes that he has to struggle and fight, but he's got a big smile on his face, so it never really feels light, uplifting, and joyous, I, and, I, and it's not just him, I, I, I've been in that situation before, but what we're talking about is, first, tapping in yes. through a more, uh, something such as a, a morning routine, where you read something inspiring, you meditate, you do some affirmative prayer, somewhere where you what they call make direct contact with the higher power, make direct contact with God, with your inner light, so that the grin that comes up is real and you're going to want to share it with others. You know, and it's almost like uh, when I do my morning routine, when you were sharing that, for some reason, the image of me in what, like on a nice, quiet little like stream, Yes. You know, where it's deep enough to have one of those little canoes, you know, like those metal canoes or fiberglass canoes. Like in that old episode where you said that a crate of whiskey uh, yes. uh, floated by. Yeah, it reminded me of getting doing my morning routine is me like taking my canoe, pushing it off the sandy beach and climbing into it and just giving one, two paddles. Yes. And then now I start flowing with the positive flow of life. Yes. After we, we should do our three breaths, because after that, I want to share how even this morning's routine transformed me yes. from being in severe pain to, holy cow, I couldn't believe the relief I got. But I had to be willing, because part yes. of me was like, oh, what's the use? I'll just do it. Yes. But I just do this stuff anyway. That's right. You know, I was listening to, I uh, actually on our Facebook fan page, you can find a little uh, YouTube video of Eric Butterworth talking about meditation. And in this short video, what you said reminded me of what he said, which is don't for a second think that affirmations and meditation is making life good. No. Or is ma it's actually putting us into a position, a, a state of mind and being where we're receptive to the good that has been there all along. You know, it's funny. It's it, it's. Like, you know, these nursery rhymes we've heard a million times and then you realize they all carry, um, you know, uh, practical and yes. powerful messages. Yes. And one of the one that comes to mind is row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Yes. It doesn't say try to get yourself up the stream. Right. No, it's just row. It's just it's reminding us that meditation is just. My mind starting to let go of all the little things I'm concerned right. about. And now start, oh, now I'm back in the stream yes. of life. And then we get naturally happy. And just real quick, uh, my, my mother's favorite priest, Father Joe Horn. This is good. In, in his Easter uh, homily or sermon, if you will, he pointed out that the early Christians, the Romans referred to the early Christians as hilaries, like hilarious, like the word hilarious, but hilaries, which meant 
the cheerful ones because they were always quick to break out in song and and full of laughter and joy. Yeah, joy is the strength of the Lord because even doctors will tell you the patient that heals the most rapidly and most successfully is what? The happy, cheerful patient. You know, yes. the most successful artist is not the one grumbling, although that may be the myth. But when you're working and creating anything, it's an act of hope, and it makes you feel cheerful. Dude, Fillmore, real quick. Yeah. i, I got to get this one out of the way since you just mentioned it. In Jesus Christ Heals, Charles Fillmore in The Healing Power of Joy says, All healing systems recognize joy as a beneficent factor in the resurrection of health to the sick. He points out that when men think and women think a great deal about spiritual things, and especially about God as an indwelling spiritual presence— both mind and body are thrilled with joy, a feeling of satisfaction and a tendency to break out in songs of gladness. This is not confined to Christians. Persons everywhere in every age have told of an inner glory and happiness when they get into the habit of concentrating their mind on God. Oh, my God. I got one more before, yeah, before we do our breaths. This is all leading perfectly into the breaths. Because a lot of people now, are I've heard going around, it kind of bothers They go, I believe in science. But they're saying it in a way as, after they hear something hopeful, right. they're saying, I believe in science, which means I believe in it being hard and not really as positive as you don't are. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, don't get your hopes up. But one of the greatest scientists of all time, Albert Einstein, when he was being inquired about his theories. Yes. And he says, well, how could you come, like, how is it, how are you able to consistently come up with these theories? And I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said, because I must believe the underlying principle of the universe is benevolent. Right. Always for us, always progressing. That's right. Always healing, always renewing. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I oh my goodness, we have a guest in the studio, Joel Osteen. Hello, boys. I forgot you were coming by for this. Good thing well, we remembered. Well, I was able to sneak out while Victoria was was uh, looking at some catalogs for some new earrings. Getting Jonathan some new slacks. <laughs> yes. And uh, I realized that your three breaths contain one of my favorite words. You are not kidding. So you want to, uh, we'll break the protocol and you go first this time. Okay, you ready? Everyone who's listening to Daryl and Ed, take a nice deep cleansing breath and just uh, let it go. <sighs> what an honor to have Joel Osteen here. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's an honor to be here to break away from the compact center and come <laughs> all the way up here. You've come a long way from Granddaddy's Speed Store. I sure have. Okay. All right. Are you ready, everybody? I'm ready. Now, you don't have to hold up your Bibles to say this with me. Like say it we, like you mean it. Like we do at Lakewood. All right, here we go. Okay. I do myself a favor and share joy with my neighbor. Ah. I, I do, do myself a favor and share joy with my neighbor. Ah. I, I do, do myself a favor and share joy with my neighbor. Ah. 
Uh, you had some uh, Ernest oh. Holmes that we were going to read. Let's yeah. see what Ernest Holmes had to say on the topic of grin and share it. Yes. And, you know, I had a great story, too, about all of this that occurred just this morning that it was. Well, how about yes. this? I'll, let me tell this real tell quick. Tell that It'll story. Take two minutes because yeah, that story is good. I've been going down, catching a little surf in one of the places where the beaches are open. There's no one around. So don't you worry. But uh, I skateboard into the, the, the state park. The beach is still open. The parking lot's closed. So I skate in there, get it, catch some waves. I'm feeling good. On my way out of there today, I noticed a coffee shop that I had never, never seen before or been to. It said the best coffee in the world or something like that on the sign. It just looked very inviting. I pulled in. I walked in there. Everyone was joyous. Everyone was, you know, was keeping their, their distance from one another, but no one was wearing the mask that can make people look gloomy, yeah. you know, and, but, and everyone was, so we're, I'm outside of the coffee shop and the next guy in front of me is like right at the door. And then there's someone at the counter, you know, giving each other the space. And from inside the coffee shop, someone, someone sneezed and with everything that's going on, uh, I could see everyone, you know, the guy in front of me, the other guy kind of looked down and I said, everybody's worst nightmare right now and he said <laughs> he said yeah and he said yeah that's the sneeze heard around the world and i started laughing and he this is where it got so amazing and perfect for the show he looked me in the eyes he goes wow your laughter is medicine for me right now he yes. said it just got rid laughter like that just gets rid of all fear and he thanked me for it and we had such a delightful time and even on the way out, and it was so funny because he's a cyclist. Right. And sometimes when you're driving down there, the cyclist will be, you know, like I have to do some forgiveness work sometimes because I've never been one of these cyclists who wears, you know what I mean, the, the like colorful spandex and all yeah. of that. And like Freddie Mercury You know, like kind of filling the road and like, pretend, you know, kind of pretending I'm a car or whatever. But I, just over the last few days, I've been let, letting forgiving and going, hey, just because I'm not into it doesn't mean I have to judge them. And, and so this guy was in the full cycling gear and on the way out, him and his buddy were so happy to say goodbye to me. It was amazing. And the funny part was, too, on, on one more little line from Fillmore that I yes. didn't read earlier was he says, one of the most direct and effective shatterers of fear is laughter. Laugh your fears away. See how ridiculous they are when traced to their source. When we get into laughter and joy and then share it with others, it really does put life back into its proper perspective, which is good. It's healing. Yes. It's healing. How many of these uh, miraculous healing stories have we heard over and over about people laughing themselves back to health yeah. or only watching uplifting movies? Yeah. Uh, you, you never hear the story of the doctor who told him, you better go home, get stressed out, just keep watching the news and get as much bad negative information in your head as possible if you want to heal. That's When you they, really are faced with like a need to heal – yeah, it always joy is always the answer. Releasing stress, releasing judgment, getting it like meditation, getting into a harmony with life. That is always a, one of the key ingredients. And it works. Um, yesterday, I have a, a I mean, I don't even want to say it's reoccurring, but something popped out of my neck yesterday and it was right. causing nerve pain down my my left side of my body, which is the most excruciating pain. Wow. Yes. And I was, and my part of my mind's going, oh no, this could be forever. You know, and I had to keep deleting, deleting. Yes. Like, yes. I don't want to dwell on those thoughts because I know one, when you dwell on those thoughts, I could feel the the pain threshold rise. I'm that conscious of it now. Wow. But when I dwell on peace and breathing and 
no, God can heal this. This will get better. And we talked the other day on a show, like all you need is the faith that the amount of faith that you know you could open a jar of pickles with. Yeah, when you you get that stuck pickle jar, the amount of faith it takes to get that thing open, which is quite a bit of faith because the... yes. If you didn't know any better, you might think, I'm never eating these pickles. Yeah, I'm never going to over. But we all know eventually it's going to go pop. Yes. So that little magical seeing myself to the other side helped. I did not, long story short, I did not sleep good last night because I couldn't get my head in the right position without pain. But I didn't go into self-pity. I was just like, no, tomorrow's the show. You know, I'll do my routine. And I got maybe four or five hours in between these wake-ups. Right. I got up this morning way earlier than normal. And I said, okay. I made the coffee. I sat with my books. And I just started reading them. Yes. And half my mind's gone, this isn't really going to help. Figured, And I go, no, no. And something happened. Plus, my wife left little notes. Your wife is like everywhere, like in the oatmeal container, in the coffee machine. In one of my little reading books, so I would find on the mirror. Right. So I would find all these little appreci- notes of appreciation. And all of a sudden I went, Holy cow, the nerve, I could feel the nerve pain just totally subside. Wow. And I was like, Man, if I complained and fought yes. this, this would have got worse. You know what? I think what you did is such a great example. We've talked about it before. Treat the concern. Yes. And the condition has to transform. I, I think a lot of times it's we I think when something happens to me that the complaining is a result of the pain, but I think I've I've learned over time that it's actually could be the reverse that those thoughts yes. that are coming out are actually the reason why you know what I mean. Oh, so when we treat oh. that concern like you did, oh even Abra- Abraham Hicks this morning, I did you read see that, that quote? Wait, that came after I did my reading and yeah, I said it's right read here, it. and I was like. That's what I'm doing. I, I can't afford this. Read, I can't but, believe it. I, was, I wasn't going to read this today. No, that and came I, up at the end. And I said, oh, my God, this is it. This came today from Esther Hicks. She says, illness or pain is just an extension of negative emotion. When you no longer, when you are no longer feeling any resistance to it, it's a non-issue. Yes. It's amazing how that happens. Then we grin. We go out and we grin and we share it. And then instead of being surrounded by concerned people, we get more love and yes. positive affirmation about why life is good. And that actually is more healing than anything else. Yeah, that's why we put a smile isn't just a polite gesture. gesture. Yes. It's a powerful force. Yes. Our, our smile is our superpower. Yes. Because a smile to us from somebody else says you're appreciated. Yes. You're accepted here. Yes. You know, wow, you're doing good. Or, you know, don't yeah. worry, I'm here with you. And yeah. when we smile at somebody else, we're feeling connected with someone. We're cheering them on. It's like a round of applause. And to listen, and when we're smiling from our joy, yes. we're and we are like a, a road sign for them to see the world as it really is, it's, which is joyous, and that they don't need to hold on to that fear. They don't need to hold on to that negativity. They may not even know why, but when we're smiling from that true place, of knowing that all is well, it has an instant um, effect on people. Yeah, it instantly yeah. shoots them with energy. Right. This is from Ernest Holmes. We came across this. I'm wondering if this, yeah, okay, we got two little bits from here. Yes, and yeah, Ernest to- Holmes is, we always talk about this, is an interesting cat. Like when you're just maybe at night reading Ernest Holmes and you like, 
read just enough that your mind clicks into the way he speaks and writes and the way he's saying it. We call it going to the Jesus lab. We get so high. But then sometimes when we try to read it to each other later, we go, hmm, what did I read last night? Because if you're not in that, sometimes you write, you know, like yes. you, you lose like the, the spirit of it. But let's let's hear Let's let's give it a go. This is actually pretty good. I just looked at it again. It says, God holds nothing against us. Therefore, we need never worry about our relationship with him. But in order that love may be fulfilled, we must lavishly expend it on others. It should not be difficult to learn to love the world. And what a joy to find the world loving us. Wow. And it goes on to say, joy infuses the commonplace with creative energy. Jesus spoke of the joy which he had and which he desired his disciples to have, that their joy might be full. There is a song at the center of everything. The music of the spheres is no illusion. We must uncover this song and permit it to saturate our souls with joy. We must let it sing in us. Enthusiasm is the most creative of all the imaginative faculties. There is something light, unobstructed, weightless about it. We cannot associate the spirit with sadness or depression. The very thought of the fountain of life suggests a gushing forth, a bubbling up from a subterranean passage whose flow is irresistible. You know, that's what a smile yes. gives somebody, and right. that's what it gives us. That's why we have to nourish ourselves every day by connecting with the, that power within us, connecting with our own desires. Even Father Joe Horn, who I mentioned before, talks says that God speaks to us through our legitimate desires. So listen to your heart. And then he says, follow the logic here. We tend to enjoy doing things we're good at, and we tend to be good at things we have talent in, and our talents are from God. He says, connect those dots. When you enjoy using your talents, hear God and the joy and peace it brings to your heart. Listen to that inner joy and peace and know that when you do so, you are hearing God speaking to you. And that just made me realize that's why people, when we interact and, and grin and share it, they hear God speaking to them through us. But in order to do that, it's not selfish to listen yeah. to your own joy and desires, and I'm going to put them on hold while I while I deal with all these other conditions. Oh, that's no, grin and bearing. That's grin and bear it. Tap into your joy. Let yourself imagine how good it can be for you, how good it is for you, and then go share that with other people so that they can hear God speaking through you to them. And another thing that I found when I get out there and confused or off my game, I always try to bring it back to reminding myself, like the other day I wrote, let's make our clients happy today, God. And what am I talking about? You hear a lot of people, coaches and stuff, who are your clients, blah, blah, blah. No. Well, listen, I, I'm going to make it simple for you. Thank yes. God Mike Dugan made it simple for me 33 years ago when I was in the military. Right. Our clients are whoever walks into our life today. Yes. And our job isn't a lot. We don't have to carry them. We don't have to listen to their problems. All we need to do is smile and show kindness. And wow. the smile is more than enough. A hello is more than enough. Before the show started, I really I forgot about this, but to talk about it ever. But you know, when I was in the Coast Guard, I was in over my head. But when I got out of the Coast Guard, I was given a medal from the Secretary of the Army, and I was in the Coast Guard, and it's the Army Commendation Medal. And it's specifically for, and I'm going to just reduce it to the final conclusion of all this heroic stuff you wrote. Yeah. <laughs> but 
the, the, the point of this award was specifically for this, and it's speaking about me here. His personal efforts have resulted in superior relations between the Honolulu Police Department and all the military branches of service. But I didn't set out to do that. I went every day to work over, feeling over my head and do going to remind me, no, you know what? Being a Coast Guard working as a military liaison, that's just your cover. You're really an agent working for God. Yes. And all you need to do is smile, be kind, open a door, and God will take care of everything else. It's that simple. You know what? The, the origin of client was denoted a person under the protection and, and patronage of another. So if you see it the way, like the true protection is yes. joy. Yes. The true protection is light. I mean. And you will sit. And I'm saying yes. do this at your own job. Do this in your own neighborhood. Do this wherever. Yeah. We, reduce it to just, I'm just here to be kind and smile and wave. And you do it without wanting anything in return. That's but right. But you never know where your good's going to come from. One of those people you're being kind to, who you're going to bump into. Most amazing things happen. And uh and they always do happen that way. They always happen that way. The best stuff always happens that way. May Roland in Make Joy a Habit. We got it out of Truth Be Told, which is a free uh, Unity pamphlet that they released last year. It says, no matter what happens, let us count it all joy. Let us be joyous in every experience and pray to find the blessing in that experience. For the outgrowth of habitually dwelling on the idea of joy is happiness. When you are enshrouded in gloom, you can do something about it. If you've been depressed, unhappy, anxious, hurt, or disappointed, you do not have to wait for a certain turn of events in order to become joyous again. The change can come through a change in your thinking. Even in the midst of gloom, drop a thought of joy into your mind, and you will begin at once to get a joyous reaction, like the ripples that extend out and out when a stone is dropped into a pool. Even one thought of joy reaches out and out into your entire life and starts a joyous reaction. When we touch the inner spring of joy, we feel the strength of it constantly sustaining us, no matter what may seem to go wrong in the external world. Yes, these smiles that we give out today are transforming not just the persons we're smiling at's future, but our future, attracting yes. big, happy, financial, health, love, yeah. all sorts of wonderful surprises. Right. It's the gateway drug to everything we've always wanted and desired. That's why we need to give love to the parts of us that may not feel like grinning and sharing it until they open up. Yeah. And, uh, I meditated with some first graders and one girl afterwards recently uh, through Zoom, no less, and one girl said, meditation is like giving a hug to those parts of me, that those thoughts that don't feel good. And then Joyous new thoughts come in. Oh, man, that's music to my ears. Yeah, it's, an, it's natural for us to feel joy. So let's see here. Coming up next, Smiling Sue Hodgson joins Daryl and Ed to read and discuss the daily word. Pray for others. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. 
If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. You know what, Ed? What's that? No more grinning and bearing it. That's right. Let's start grinning and sharing it. That's right. In uh, Celebrate Yourself, one of our favorite books from Eric Butterworth. We didn't mention there's a reading list at DarylNid.com, but we're mentioning it now. He says the word celebrate means to honor. It is giving a very special blessing to something. Like, like we said about a smile, it's blessing things. In a celebration consciousness, you can look around you and bless your family, friends, and coworkers as fellow travelers along the journey of life. He says, this is what love is, a great celebration. It is the great heart of the universe streaming into you and through you and your willingness to let it shine. When you really understand what love is, you find that by loving, you ennoble yourself. You are in tune with the cosmic flow. Get a sense right now of the infinite heart of God flowing through you and out to embrace all the persons in your world. Celebrate yourself. Let's see what it says here. Through love. This is what joy is. A celebration of life. This little heart of mine. I'm I'm going to let let it shine. shine. All right. (laughs) Now, thanks real quick to all our listeners for making our show possible. We're grateful to be back on the air with you. Yeah. Um, If you'd like to write us, you could do so at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. The easiest way to contact us or see anything we're up to is at DarylAndEd.com. And now's the time we like to thank the chief engineer. Yes. The person that makes all these shows possible and makes us sound so great, Jeff Comfort, because each week he takes us Right into the comfort zone. Also, a shout out to Message of Hope. Message of Hope. They provide free, free Free. spiritual materials to those in need uh, in the blind or visually impaired community or all any community that needs it. Yeah. And you can reach them at 866-421-3066. A very important shout out to Silent Unity, the prayer line, which has been around for a century and a quarter. Yes. And uh, did I give the number? 1-800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. We use it all the time. I used it yesterday. I used it uh, two days. Well, did you say you pray the app? Yes, you can, oh yes, you can get the free app at the App Store or on Google Apps. It's uh, the letter U, U. U and the word pray, and you could text your. That's what I did. Request. See, the other day I called and um, there was a little bit of a wait. So what I did is I listened to the pre-recorded prayer, and that got me in a great state of mind. And then I texted in my prayer. I was thinking about you with what was going on in your head, so I nice. affirmed peace of mind and joy for you and it worked and then they sent me a nice prayer that included both of us and i needed it right at that moment because you can get that you can either have them send you a letter or email you a letter with affirmative prayer involved and uh you know it's free of charge there's and, no strings attached they don't harvest your email you will not get solicited right. for donations it really is it will help you grin and share it for sure because in yes. the morning you wake up yep. before, before you put, put on your makeup They'll say a little prep for you. Uh, all yeah, right. It really is a uh, generous um, institution 
yeah. that was began by Unity. Well, yeah, because when when Unity started, it, that was like the heart of yeah, Unity. That was it. It was this yeah. silent Unity. And another tool we use that's now almost a hundred years old is the Daily Word magazine. Yes, you could subscribe. It's very inexpensive. I think it's two cents a day at dailyword.com or go to darylnet.com and i think there's a special offer tab there still yes and you order it and you can also read it for free on their website or ours yes the the daily word for today right each day you're in and someone we're happy to have with us today to help read and discuss the daily word who's been a fan for a long time and a part of our lives since now because of the show and sending us positive quotes and we get her positive emails and many times because there was an issue, it goes to my work email. It's such a delightful thing to see in my work inbox every morning. Oh, because you're like going through a trash bin. It's like, ah, dirty steak sandwich. Ah, ooh, a nice clean donut. Yes, <laughs> a clean donut in my work email box every morning. <laughs> and as enough comes from none other than Sue Hodgson. How are you? Hi guys, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Oh, my gosh. We're so happy to be talking to you. Thank you for joining us today. That's right, because for many years you were just this mysterious entity. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and I suppose your voice sounds familiar to me, but my voice wouldn't sound familiar to you. So it's, uh, it's a, just a, real, a real treat to, yes. to be here. Thank you so uh, much for inviting oh, me on. Yeah, you just jumped off the page um recently and i said to i said to daryl we have to have sue hodgson on the show and um you and i thankfully had a little chat yesterday because uh yeah. with I, I was telling you with everything that's been going on or you know the normal get-togethers that we normally have are you know not as frequent so yeah, sporadic uh, sporadic so uh it was good to connect yeah. with you did you say you're calling from uh ontario canada is that what you said yeah. yesterday I'm, I'm calling from north bay ontario canada Wow. And how did you find Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed to listen to it in the first place? How did that happen? Um, I think I was probably on the Unity site, you know, just checking Mm -hmm. out the different videos and the different shows that are on there and came across your show one night and I was hooked. You just, I don't know, you guys always say something. There's just always a gem that I can just grab onto and uh yeah you you guys are doing such an amazing job out, out in the world you know sometimes we don't realize the effect that we we have and right. I for one I for one just so appreciate what you're doing you know I appreciate that I also another thing that you mentioned uh when we spoke yesterday that was that you have a similar connection to this way of life and so how did you find yourself uh, as excited about these principles and written readings and such as we did? I guess it's just been, you know, over time. Um, I think we all kind of get to an age where we start looking for better answers, you know. Uh, right. We're so busy looking out there in the world for our happiness and and uh, instead of going within. And so life gradually pushes us into the right direction if we're open you know yes and, uh, you know like everyone i've had ups and downs and i've had times when i've been on my knees and um mm-hmm. but good things come out of that so um 
I don't regret anything that I've been through in my life. And as far as what's going on in the world today, I'm taking it one day at a time. Um, My morning routine is so important now. And I have an evening routine, too, to kind of wash away whatever negative energy might be kind of stuck to me. Yes. And, uh, yeah, uh, looking up laughter yoga videos. Um, I do a lot of tapping, the emotional freedom technique tapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that helps a lot as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't have cable TV. So, and I choose not to have that. So I don't have any constant negativity coming in. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm creating a kind of a loving cocoon so that I can stay in that space. Um, Wow. You know, and I mean, every day is a little, little different, but, you know, I guess I'm learning to kind of float down the river. You know, like like what you guys were talking about. That is wonderful. Uh, I, I like what you brought up about the evening routine because Ed and I, you know, yes. we always talk about a morning routine, but yep. but we also do an evening routine. Yes. You know, yep. we don't always talk about it. And I reduced it down to myself just so I do it. Is uh, And I got this from Mike Dugan 33 years. He goes, look, can you read two pages a night? And I go, yeah, I could read two pages a night. But, of course, once you start reading two pages of any one of your favorite spiritual books, no matter how unwilling you may feel at the time, but you go, ah, it's just two pages. Right. And I'll I'll play, you know, my YouTube videos and and then I go, well, just read two pages. And I almost try to not do it, but it's so easy to just read two pages. Yeah. So I go, let me just take my medicine. But there's something great about that actually in Celebrate Yourself, he even writes Butterworth. We don't need to read it, but yeah. he says the two most important parts of your day. And he says the five minutes when you wake up and the five minutes before you go to bed. Yeah. And I, I, I hang my hat on that because yeah, I, I can't even imagine what my head would be like if I had it. And another thing you said about choosing to avoid a lot of these things that you know aren't good for you emotionally yeah. and mentally... Um, us too. And it's a choice and it's a choice. How willing, how free do I want to be? And it's this spiritual way of life. It's something that I have to do on my own, but I'm not doing it by myself. Meaning I know there's a fellowship of spirit, meaning I know Ed's doing it somewhere. I know your Susan's up in Canada doing her morning routine. So there's like this feeling like I'm not, I'm doing it on my own, but I'm not doing it by myself. Yeah, we're not alone. We're not alone in doing it. Right. And But it does, but the desire to seek God must come from within me. Yeah. And it must come within the person. I can't give that to anyone no. and no one can give that to me. Right. But we can at least hold up an attractive picture of, hey man, look. This is the easy, like, it's amazing. This stuff really works. Yes. You know, and hopefully other people will jump on board. And most do. Most do. The right people do for certain. Yeah. And I think, especially now, I think there's millions upon millions of people right now, you know, doing that morning routine and making the effort. Um, And it might be sort of the first 
real time in their life. Mm-hmm. But they, they are, the love is building. It is yes. Building. Yeah, the light is dawning. Yeah. It is. I, I mean, I love the evening routine. I really, like, started making it, well, probably in the last, like, three months, even, like, a regular thing for me. And like you said about the negative things that can get kind of, like, connect, like, into my mind or whatever through the day, there's something in the evening, because then I'm, I'm, like, in the morning, I'm waking up and, you know, I'm getting clear, I'm finding my way. But I had to, in the evening, it's, it's, like, the opposite of, like, unpacking. That's and it right. feels so good, like Daryl said. If I get myself to just read too bad, I end up reading a lot more because yeah. it feels That's so good. Yeah, once you get yeah. the two pages, it's just yep. enough to go, just take one bite. Yeah, <laughs> at night is when I really get the feeling like, I am so grateful yeah. for these books and these authors. One of the things Daryl said about we're not alone, I one thing is, like if in the morning, I'll often think to myself, I'll thank Eric Butterworth, I'll thank the Fillmores, I'll thank Ernest Holmes, Emmett Fox, and then that leads me to thanking Daryl and like leading me to silently i mean thanking these everyone else who's doing it with me and and when i've been meditating with the first graders like i mentioned earlier every week i do a guided visualization meditation with them more and more i've been mentioning to them that you know when we're in their middle of our meditation then just imagine around the world there's literally at any moment millions of other people meditating with us so if we ever feel alone or lonely just think about the fact that when we drop into meditation we're doing that with like you guys said, like Daryl was just mentioning, with so many yes. other people, and that really that, brings a sense of wholeness. Okay, so uh, Daryl, yeah, that goes perfect into our uh, segues into our daily word, pray for others. Do you have it in front of I you, do. Susan? I okay. sure do. Can you read it for us? Absolutely. All right. Well, Wonderful. Um, this is pray for others, and it's Saturday, April twenty fifth, twenty twenty. My prayers bless others and uplift the world. With so much struggle and strife in the world today, prayer is a powerful blessing for humanity. Each person has the opportunity and responsibility of making the world a better place for everyone. When we recognize God's presence and power within our hearts and minds, we begin to express our spiritual nature more fully in the world. I take my mindful, intentional thoughts into prayer to access a higher consciousness of peace, joy, and abundance. Thoughts become prayers when I use intentional thinking to bring forth a better vision of the world. As my mind aligns more fully with my divinity, I embody my unique role and use my gifts, shining my light outward. My prayers support me and others as beacons of light even during dark times. And the Bible uh, passage is, be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait on the Lord. Psalm 31, 24. Wow. That's a good one. That's, That's a, a good very one. good one. And you know, and I, when, I, when I'm feeling dreary, praying for others is the shortcut for me feeling better. When I'm feeling dreary, because my habit is, how do I get out of this? How can I make myself feel better? But I've learned now, if I just start clicking in, I'm going to pray for Sue in Canada. I'm going to send prayers to Ed. Yeah. And eventually, it's, I start to feel better. Yes. I don't have to even call them. Just yeah, sending sure. these prayers out, thinking of these people. Yes. Yeah. It's that old saying that when you feel helpless, go help somebody. 
Yeah. So that could be prayer, or that could be picking up some groceries for somebody, you know. Yes. Um, it's that same, that comes from that same place. So, yeah. I like and I, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I was, the other day, um, I think it was, yeah, it was for April 17th. Um, the reading for the day was, I am open and receptive to to divine guidance. Yes. Oh my gosh. And yes. That, that particular day, wow, that really, it was like my heart opened up a little, a little bit more, you know, in my spiritual journey. Um, just to read the words, I am open and receptive to divine guidance. And if you can stay in that place, you know, yeah. Uh, Yes. That light, it's going to shine out to everybody. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, it's so funny that you mentioned that because right before you said that, I was about to say too that uh, the reading, uh, the Bible verse from to the Daily Word, Pray for Others that you just read, talks about take courage, all of you who wait on the Lord. And uh, I was thinking about how, how like the, those divine answers come through and they bubble up and like, because I can even tell my mind right now it keeps going. Like I mentioned earlier, that I got an email and it's about a particular case, and my mind is wanting to like figure it out myself. And yep. but it doesn't feel that part does not feel good. And my right. buddy uh, Bob Hanna, a friend of mine who used to work for, he's retired now. He used to work for Santa Monica, um, do maintenance for the city of Santa Monica. He was saying how all the, his best solutions he would get presented with the because he was a carpenter and such he would with these very difficult jobs and his first his mind would go how am i going to do that but he said because he has faith as well he would turn it over and then he said it was almost always when he was in the shower not yes. thinking about it on his getting ready yeah. to go to work that all of a sudden he'd get this idea like boom 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 oh that's how i could do it and so yeah. the, that because if i try to do it myself and oh. i don't wait on the lord or the law which is ever increasing good if i don't wait on that and try to do it myself i actually short circuit myself even if i, I think i'm being a good person you know i better be a good boy whatever and do this but that's actually short circuiting the good that wants to happen and the inspired okay. idea always comes and that's when i get on that's when enthusiasm kicks in that's when we give a, a real grin and share it yes. is when when i yep. feel so good because i get that inspired idea of how i can be of service to someone else that it actually like they say my cup starts to runneth over that's when that's I'm right. ready to really be of service. And it's confirmation, you know, that, that God is there. Yes. You know, yes. even just a split second, it, it, yes. it's so powerful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, once we flip back onto that channel, that God channel, everything takes on a new light, a new absolutely. joy, a new freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what was yeah. that Mary Cup Furley that you sent us this morning? Oh, because that was a really good I got it. reminder for people. Something simple. I have it just it. was, oh, right here. This is by holding a small prayer. Here it is. And now we actually know her name, Mary Cutferly. Yeah. We've said yeah. it a million different ways incorrectly. Yeah. And uh, the old editor of the Daily Word, Elaine Meyer, got a chuckle because Ms. Cutferly used to correct people. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so this is a good little, little yeah. short reading here. Yeah, it says, by holding to a small prayer such as, Father, I'm trusting, throughout this day, we form the habit of consciously taking God into every moment of our day, becoming aware of his presence within every moment of our day. And that is true, that simple little, like yeah. I could feel myself thinking, 
especially on things I think I know how to do. Yes. Like, I got this. I've been now trying to discipline myself into even little things saying, you know, Father, I'm trusting. What do you want me to do? You're my partner. I've been calling God my, uh, I've been calling God my partner and creative director. Oh, I love creative director. Yeah, so I'm like, God, you're my partner and my creative director. I'm ready to see what you got for us today. Yes. That's right. uh, Our job is to let him work through us. Right. And the and inspired out. ideas come. And that and when they come, it's like my depression lifts. And I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, ooh, I got to yep. go to work. And I get so yep. excited about the idea because it feels yes. so right. And it usually, well, it always is. Yep. And it's always easier yep. than I expected. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk away thinking, why was I so worried? <laughs> yeah, every time. Oh, my gosh. Every, every time. time. Even Ray Charles Barker in the Power Decision says that to trust in life reduces the pressures of everyday living. It makes you feel that the whole world is supporting you at all times because this is exactly what the world is doing. Something great, wonderful, and true is backing up each of us. We need to back up into the end of the show. Yes, we're backing up. Sue Hodgson, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been such a treat. I've really, really enjoyed it, and I just love you guys. God bless you. Oh my gosh, that too. means a lot. We mean we love you too. Look what I got right before. Remember, I said my healing this yeah, morning yeah. came. I wrote this in my book just to get the this. You know, okay, I'm gonna start agreeing with healing. Right. I wrote magic, magic, magic. I'm a believer in it. And I wrote anything good is possible. Anything good can happen, and nothing is too good to be true. Healing miraculously. No excuse. To use meaning complaining and grumbling, mm-hmm. but rather catapulted to life. Yeah. Joyfully jubilant and yep. alive. On that note, Sue Hodgson, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, we will talk to you soon and we look forward to your emails. All right. Um, are you still taking people on to send those emails to them? Oh, absolutely. If anybody's interested, yeah. Um, How do they re- email? Um, I don't know. Could they send the email? I'm not sure how we would do that. Could they send it to your email address? Yeah, absolutely. Remind us what that is quickly. It's uh, S-H-O-D-G-S-O-N 31 at gmail.com. Perfect. Oh, we have a story. Oh, we do. Yes. Little Sue Hodgson wasn't any bigger than a cornstalk in June and had a face as sweet as a moon pie. This is when she was a kid. When she was a kid. But oh, Lordy, what a mouth on that child. Sue was down at the five and dime and all out of sorts because her mama wouldn't buy her new shoes. While her mama was trying on a dress, Sue sat on a bench outside the dressing room and sulked like a puppy whose bone was filched. The the pouty little Sue began making not-so-nice faces into the three-sided mirror when a refined woman walked over to her and said, You're such a pretty little girl. You shouldn't make those terrible faces. When I was your age, I was told that if I made an ugly face, it would stay that way. As quick as a whip, Sue retorted. Yeah, well, you can't say you weren't warned. (laughs) 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 All right, we got a piece of mail to read real quick. Wait, here comes the FedEx feline. FedEx feline, Enzo. 
Oh, and say a prayer for our station manager, little Mr. French. One of his pork chops needs some mending, some healing. His little back leg needs a prayer of healing. And what do we got? This is all the way from South Carolina. Catherine Powell. Yes, it came April 13th to our P.O. box. Dear Daryl and Ed, I can't tell you how happy I am that you're back on the air. Whoop! That she actually wrote that word with a smiley face. I was turning on another podcast this weekend, and yours was on my screen as a suggestion. Wow. I had to do a double take. It seemed too good to be true, especially when the current world situation, your positivity, light humor, and spiritual intelligence are appreciated more than ever. Please accept this tithe. Thank you for what you do. Love, Catherine Powell. Wow. Thank you so much for your generosity. Oh, Freddie Mercury. Hello, boys. Oh, my gosh. So nice of you to join us today. What do you have for us? We're going to sing a little song. It goes along with your show title. Yeah, was it one of those uh, that didn't, like, the lyrics got changed somewhere uh, along the line? Of course, Edward. You know what happens. It happens all the time. I think it ended up being used in a movie, right? It was used in the movie Flash Gordon. Should we sing along? Yes. These are the original lyrics. <laughs> Flash a grin. It's the savior of the universe. Flash a grin. You'll save every one of us. Visit DarylNed.com for easy links to everything we do. And as Jeff always, Cumber, we love you. Thank you. Sue Hodge, we love you. For being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl Ned on Unity Online Radio. Flash a grin. It's a miracle. Flash a grin. You'll do the impossible. Yay! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 